0: Oh! I barely made it. We're late. I like to start the podcast at 6:30. I'm usually on by 6:30. I just got home. I'm still wearing my my dirty t-shirt. I have my boots on. My face is dirty. My hands are dirty. Uh my mug is dirty. I was in fact home at 6:30. Hey, let's let's go from the beginning. Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out. This is my podcast. My name's Anthony Paziali, Spazz. If you are not, if you have not subscribed to my podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Go to Spotify, Google Podcast, or just go to anthonypaziali.com. There are a bunch of links that you could click on and you can subscribe to my podcast. I need subscribers because I want this to be my main hustle. I just want to create content all day long. I'm sick of loading trash trucks. Although I do own the company, I'll continue to run the company, except I don't want to be the one loading the trucks anymore. I wasn't the one loading the trucks before COVID. COVID hit. I had to lay off 10 people. Now I'm stuck loading the trucks. No big deal. My company will come back bigger and better than ever. Why am I late today? Well, I am late. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Also, we do the podcast 6.30 Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. I'm here at 6.30 if I can get out of work in time. I got home at exactly 6.30. I ran into the house. You guys have to understand I got a ton of spilt milk. Work beast mode today. Beast mode, bro. My hands touched almost 16,000 pounds of trash today. Like, ah! that's eight tons of trash. Big time day. Take junk, killed it. Loading trucks all day long out in Canton, Massachusetts. Then I have to pick up my daughter. My daughter was in Winchester. Get my daughter from daycare. Take her home. I get home. It's 630. But as you know, my daughter's five years old, Presley Ray. She's five years old. I can't just plop her. I mean, I basically just plopped her. I turned on the TV. My Little Ponies. She loves My Little Ponies. Du-du-du-du. We did this together. Whatever. My Little Pony songs. I know all of them. So she's stuck my, watching My Little Pony. I got her a glazed donut. That's about all she's got. So she's eating a glazed donut right now, watching My Little Ponies. I had to walk the dogs. I hate dogs. I don't, uh, wait, wait, wait. I don't hate dogs. I don't have time for dogs. Had I not had to walk the dogs, I would have been down here, ready to go, 630, firing on all cylinders. But no, I got to walk the dogs. One of my dogs is dead Betty. Dead bed. She's dead. She's 20 years old. She's dead. She's a walking corpse. She needs to be put down. It's time for her to go to the farm. It's time for daddy to come home. And when the kids go, oh, daddy, where's Betty? Daddy took Betty to the farm. Betty's not coming back. Now, my 12-year-old son, I, I wouldn't like to do that with him. I'd say, hey, you know what, bud? Betty's in the back, and you need to dig a hole, and you need to put her, bury her somewhere. But I live in Revere, and I don't have much of a backyard. It's all concrete. So it's time for Betty to go. It's time to end her life. Take her to the animal shelter where they try to tell you, oh, you shouldn't put your dog down. Yeah, dog's 20 years old. She can barely see. She can't even walk. She walks in the walls. She bites everybody. Time for Betty to go. Literally... It takes me longer to get Betty out of the house to go to the bathroom than it does to walk the other dog. It drives me bonkers. 90% of the time, that uh, literally, I got, I got home, 6.30, grabbed the dogs, took me 10 minutes to get Betty outside the house, and then scout, I brought his ass out, boom, he went to the bathroom, brought him back in, he's upstairs, we have no problems. Plain and simple, in, out, no worries with the dogs. My best advice to you, Is if you don't have time for a dog, don't have a dog. Just don't. They're a hassle. Dogs are a time suck. They suck your time. I don't have time. Here, I'll give you examples of this. When I get up in the morning, I generally wake up between four forty-five and five o'clock. The first thing that goes through my head isn't, oh, this is great. It's five in the morning. I live on the beach. I want to go take my dog for a walk. No, I don't want to take my dog for a walk. I don't want to go pick up dog poop at 5 in the morning. No, thank you. And then while I'm at work throughout the day, I've got to think like, oh, man, I hope the dogs don't go crap in the house. I hope Kaylee walked them. I hope my son walked them before he went home. You know, my son lives with me on the weekends, lives with his mom during the week. Oh, my God. So I worry about that all day long. And then when I get home and I'm in a rush to do my podcast because of my side hustle, i got to walk the dog. And then the dog is dead, so it takes forever to get the hell outside the house, and then Scout, you are going to walk him until he goes to the bathroom, and he's a stubborn little bastard, so it drives me absolutely bonkers, now, I don't get to do any research for the podcast, I just got home, look at man, I'm covered, I'm covered in crap, I didn't even get to take a shower, and I got to sit down for an hour to do this podcast, but I don't get a break, but I guarantee you, My wife's going to come home. She, oh, my day was so hot. She's going to talk about how hot her day was. Oh, rub my feet. Rub my head. Can you do this for me? But no one's ever like, oh, you know, dad leaves before like 5.30 in the morning. And then he rushes home for like six. And then he does a podcast for an hour. He creates content. Sits down. And I, I, it's easier to load a truck than it is to sit here and talk to myself. Trust me. It's a lot easier to brainlessly box on a truck, box on a truck all day long than it is to sit down and try to generate some content and try to create something that is somewhat compelling and entertain. As you know, I have over a thousand subscribers now on my podcast. I know it's not a lot. It's not the most, but there are a thousand plus people that listen to my podcast on a daily basis. And I want to put out the best podcast I can, but sometimes it's tough because I have a dog. If I didn't have a dog, I'd have extra time. I have two. And I don't want dogs. They're not my dogs. I inherited the dogs with the wife. They came with her. It was death do you pot and dogs, period. That, that was it. Uh, do, do you take these dogs and your wife uh, till death do us pot? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do I have to take the dogs? Yep, yep. You got to take the dogs. They're your responsibility now. You you've inherited them. What's even worse is I would probably get stuck with them if Kaylee finally smartened up and was like, "Wow, I can't stand Anthony. He's a plant. He's all he does is bitch, moan. He's a dickhead. He's he's particular in the way he likes to do things. I would be stuck with the dog. But if I was the one that made the decision around here, Betty gone. See you later. It's time. It's time to put her to bed. It's time for Bedhead to go to bed. Good night. And then Scout, forget it. He'd take a long one. I would never kill the dogs. I'm just, Betty, I'll put down. She needs to be put down. That's that's the truth. Betty's ready to take a dirt nap. Scouty, I I'd keep them and I'd deal with it, but I wouldn't want to. It's a hassle. It's really, it's it, it having dogs is worse than having kids. Kids are a nightmare. They're they're a major-ass time suck on your life. You can't do anything. When you have kids, forget it. It's all over. If you have kids... Oh, I just got a splinter. Uh, How did that happen? If you have kids and a dog, done. You're done. Your life is over. You're dead. Just you might as well die yourself. Instead of going and asking them to put the dog down, you should go and say, Hey, can I get a two-for-one deal? I have two kids. I have two dogs and a wife. Will you put me down? I think it's time for me to take a nap. So, there. I got my bitch out. I'm aggravated. I'd like to start the podcast on time. I couldn't start the podcast on time. Whatever. That's the reason why. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 6.30. I do the podcast live on TikTok. I do it on Facebook. And then I record it. And I publish it the next day. We have about 1,000 plus followers. Almost like 1,100 people following me now. Uh, 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 subscribers to the podcast. Please subscribe if you have not. If you're watching on TikTok, friend me on TikTok. Also subscribe to the podcast. Click the link, anthonypaziali.com on my profile. My Facebook peeps, family, you guys know the deal. Like my page, follow my page. Also go to anthonypaziali.com, subscribe to the podcast. Okay. We have a couple of things that we do need to get to. Obviously we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes. This, This must be talked about. This ridiculous... Unbelievable deal that this guy got. It's it's bonkers. It's insane. He's getting overpaid. Happy for him. By all means, kudos to you. Half a half a bill. We'll get into that. I have another way more important story. That's just it's an egregious story that we have to get to. Um, voting, uh, Massachusetts. It, it's official. You can now vote by meal. Garbage. This is going to be a huge problem. It fraud all day forget foul all day foul all night in baseball this is fraud all day fraud all night we'll get to that i already bitched about my dogs i was on twitter and i want to talk about this because I've, I've never heard of it before and i'd like to know if you guys have heard of it and if you actually eat it well i'm gonna say right now you don't i'm from new england i'm from boston well i'm from Wuben, but you know what when i'm out here my i'm from boston guy I'm from Beantown. I don't say Beantown, man. People in fucking Boston don't say Beantown. I'm from Boston. All right. I'm from the town. I saw something on Twitter. There's a story in the news that apparently New Englanders like bread in a can. I've never in my, I want you to Google bread in a can. I can't show you a picture of it because all my medias are being used. I have my two iPads and I have my phone. Phone's got the podcast. I got TikTok on one, Facebook on the other. Or I'd show you a photo. I've never, ever, ever in my entire life heard of bread in a can. Nor have I ever eaten bread in a can. It sounds like the most un-American thing I've ever heard of. It's more un-American than CNN Blanketly just saying George Washington and Thomas Jefferson are slave owners, and just summing up their whole life by saying, not they're slave owners." It's more on American than burning a flag, bread in a can. Up first off, it was brown bread, right? Like pumpernickel bread, bro. No one eats pumpernickel bread. Every wholesome American eats white bread, and you got two options for white bread around here. You can have Wonder Bread if you got loot if you got money, and if you don't, you you get the moolahs. That's it. It's market basket brand white bread, or it's wonder bread. White. White bread, the bomb. No one eats bread from a can. I don't know where this story came from. I don't know who these people are that claim that people in New England love bread in a can. I've never heard of bread in a can. I've never seen bread in a can. Matter of fact, if you brought me Bread in a can, I'd throw it out, I wouldn't even feed it to the dogs, and I hate the dogs. I don't even like the dogs, and I wouldn't even feed it to them. Bread in a can? Dude, the guy smushed it up. I watched the video. So there was a video, it's on, it's on Twitter. I retweeted it. You should check out my Twitter, at SpazWAF. Uh, the reason that most of my handles are at SpazWAF. For some time, I worked at a radio station, one hundred seven point three, ninety seven point seven WAAF here in Boston. I did it for 16 years. My name on the radio was Spaz. The call letters were WAF. So my social media is matched that. except for TikTok. It's at Anthony Paz. Canned bread. Just the thought of it. Like, literally, you know what? It, 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 like, it's like canned. I can't stand canned uh what's that yeah it comes out like plop cranberry canned print like it's nasty dude it comes out and it's like plop the same thing with this bread it looks disgusting it's probably in a can for years and it probably tastes like a can it's disgusting absolutely not people in boston do not eat bread in a can bread in a can is actually pretty good but, 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 but I'll kick you off my podcast, but get out of here. Bread in a can is not actually pretty good. It sounds like dog food. It sounds like crap. And not to mention, how are you going to make a sandwich? Explain that to me. How are you going to make a real sandwich? The the top of a can, bro. It's like this. How are you going to make a sandwich? You're going to plop it out. You got to open the can. You got to shake it out of the can. You got to shake it out of the can then it gets out of the can, then you gotta slice it, and then the sandwich is like this big, dude, the, the sandwich, the, this is like your sandwich, I, I i know the podcast people can't see me, but the people on uh, uh, TikTok and on Facebook can see me, bro, I, I wish I had a can down here so I could show you guys, literally, how do you make a sandwich with it, I, it makes, hold on, I got shit everywhere, I'm sorry guys. It just sounds like it's disgusting. It looks like it's disgusting. And I don't see how you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with it. I, I won't try it. Don't bring it. You know what? Maybe I will. You know what? Maybe I'll try to get some bread in a can so that I can show it to you guys and show you how nasty it is. Because I don't see how it... The very most important thing about bread, about white bread, Wonder Bread, or Damula's brand is the, its pliability. It has to be able to bend. You have to be able to wrap, you should be able, this is a Boston thing. You should be able to wrap bread around anything. Anything you eat, you can eat it with a slice of bread. And if you can't bend the bread around something, then the bread's no good. So if the bread comes out in a circle in a can, and it's a tiny little rim, and then you slice it off, and you can't bend it to wrap it. So here, here are some things that you could use Wonder Bread for right? You have Wonder Bread Demoulas, right? Market Basket brand white bread. You can use it as a hot dog bun. You can use it as a burger bun. I'm one of those cheap people, man. I I won't go buy hot dog rolls. I'm using the bread. Plain and simple. I got bread. Why do I need more bread? I already have bread. My family hates me for it. I don't care. It tastes phenomenal. Another thing that goes in Wonder Bread, macaroni and cheese. You put some mac and cheese, you squeeze it, you eat it. Egg salad, you squeeze it, you eat it. Cheese. Squeeze. Eat. Pickle sandwiches. Pickle sandwiches are bomb. Take a pickle, slap it between some bread, squeeze it. And you can almost squeeze it because it's so pliable and so moist that it almost congeals on. I could eat anything with the piece of bread. I could, uh, except for pizza. You guys know how I feel. I love pizza. But I'm telling you that Wonder Bread would taste good on pizza. It would be phenomenal. I can't see how bread in a can can be eaten. I just don't. I can't see it. I, I can't imagine that it would taste good. And I can't see how you would cut it up and use it for a sandwich. I, just, I, I guess I'm going to have to buy it. I'll buy it. I'll do a TikTok video with it. And I'll describe it to you guys whether or not it sounds good. Someone says they love brown bed. Bread. No one likes brown bread. Nobody. No one on the on the planet. You're the only person in, in the entire universe that likes brown bread. On this program, it is straight up cheese pizza, white bread, and it's and and if you got money, you don't know, like your fancy. Like ooh, you know, not like ooh. You got Wonder Bread, guy. You're fancy. If you have oh oh, that's what I would do. If I came in the house, you have Wonder Bread. I go oh, you got Wonder Bread. Oh, I'm here. Market Basket, the Moolahs. We go for the $1. 99 cents. You get a mad big loaf of bread, white bread. That's the only way to go. And then we drink red cap milk here. Red cap milk is whole milk. None of that, that you know, the blue, the blue cap, the yellow cap, the green cap, the orange cap. No, we're red cap. Red cap, white bread, cheese sandwiches, pizza with cheese only, that kind of stuff. You know, American Blow Pops. You know what I'm talking about? Like the Bomb Pops. Dude, I love Bomb Pops. Bomb, you know, we're going to have to go on a side note here, real quick. Bomb Pops might be the best popsicle. Although, fudgicles are, are phenomenal. I love fudgicles. Fudgicles are, are right up there. Bomb Pops, I, I know this has nothing to do with bread, but it popped into my head. Uh, I love fudgicles. Fudgicles, my kids love. Who doesn't like a fudgicle, dude? Chocolate on a stick? Come on, bro. That's the Boston leanback, <coughs> canned bread. So fudgicles, bomb pops, the American ones. It's the red, white, and blue one. Um, you know, straight up regular store brand pops. I remember the ones that came with the two sticks. They had the two sticks. You break those things apart. You you know what I'm saying? You break them apart. Um, and they had like they had the grape, banana, blue, green. Love those. You know what's a pretty good thing to do um, is my mom used to use popsicles. I, a lot of people use um, freeze pops, right? But my mom used to use popsicles. She would she'd cut the popsicles up and she'd use them for ice cubes in her mixed drinks. You gotta try it. So like for example, I used to do it with grape popsicles. I really like grape vodka. I, I don't don't like grape jelly. So don't I, please. You, grape jelly sounds like it would go really good with the crappy canned bread. If you guys want to have grape jelly in your canned bread, go ahead. I'm straight up white bread, strawberry preserves, peanut butter, done. But my mom, she used to cut up the popsicles and she'd make mixed drinks depending on what it was. I used to make mixed drinks with uh purple popsicles because it has a grape flavor. And that would be the ice cube for my uh, Three Olives grape vodka. Bomb. You can't even touch it, man. You can't even touch it. Um, Someone says fudge sickles, not fudge, fudge. I don't know what they're called, dude. Fudge sickles are bomb. Anyways, I love popsicles. Anything frozen is good. I like cold drinks. My ice needs to be ice cold. My beer, and I don't drink beer a lot, needs to be ice cold. My alcoholic beverage needs to be ice cold. My popsicles need to be goddamn frozen and not soft. And so on and so forth, but this has nothing to do with bread. I'm just trying to get to the point that somebody did a story saying that people from New England love canned bread. I call foul. As a representative of New England, I, I feel like I am the representative of New England. I am New England. When you look at a typical New Englander, I'm the guy they show you a photo of. They say, yep, that's the guy. Loves the Patriots. Yeah, well, maybe not. I can't stand the Red I I like the Red Sox. I just hate baseball. He'd be like, yep, Celtics, Bruins, everything Boston. Tell, would tell Matt Damon that he sucks and that his movies suck, even though I like him. Like, I like Matt Damon, and I like Matt Damon movies. But if I saw him in person, I'd be like, bro, your movies suck. Ha ha ha. Hey, guy, your last flick suck, bro. Because I'm from Boston. That's just who we are. That's how we talk. That's what we do. And what we do not do is eat bread out of a can. We do not eat bread out of a can, and if I see you eating bread out of a can, you're not from Boston. I'll slap that crap out of your hand and be like, "What are you eating? Look like you're eating dog food." All right, should probably move on from that. Um, what what's next? What else do we have? Uh, let's talk about Pat Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes, the the Chiefs. If you guys don't know this yet, I'm sure you do know it because it's all over the internet. It's trending on Twitter and on all social medias. The Kansas City Chiefs have signed a 10-year deal with with their quarterback Patrick Mahomes for $450 million. It is the richest athletic contract ever here in the United States. It's not the longest deal ever. There are other players. Drew Bledsoe actually had a 10-year deal with the Patriots. Obviously, it didn't make it, to, it didn't make it to 10 years. And, and I think that worked out in our favor. Uh, Donovan McNabb had one for 10 years. I think Michael Vick didn't make that for 10 years. I should probably call Michael Vick to help me out with my dogs. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus, people, don't freak out. But Michael Vick's deal didn't make it to the end, obviously, because he had issues with dogs. Uh, Donovan McNabb's, I don't think, made it to the end as well. And we all know that Bloodsouls didn't make it to the end. But they're going to be paying this man. $45 Forty-five million dollars a year for the next ten years. For well, one hundred and forty of its guaranteed loot, if he gets hurt. So let's just say if he gets hurt, they get the payout and he can never play football again. The payout is one hundred and forty uh, mil. I don't know how much is guaranteed, guaranteed, because that hasn't come out yet. My opinion on this is they overpaid. Um, there must be a way to get out of the deal. I would say he'll play five. Honestly, five years of that deal he'll play. He's a, he's a good quarterback. He's not I listen, he's no Tom Brady. I don't I don't care what you say. He's no Aaron Rodgers. He is a good quarterback for sure. He was the MVP. I get it. He also won a Super Bowl. Ha ha, great. Good. I'm happy for him. What I can't wait for is when the four hundred and fifty dollar man, the richest, most highest paid athlete here in the United States, plays the Patriots in the playoffs, and our veteran minimum, Cam Newton. Bounces his ass out of the out of the playoffs. Five, I, I would say, typically a five year deal would have been a good good idea. They lock him up for ten years, a half a billion dollars. That's an insane amount of money. The only thing that's gonna now Jerry Jones, and you guys may or may not like to talk about football. I like football, so I'll keep it brief and I'll move on from it. But Jerry Jones is now gonna be screwed because Dak Prescott has been hounding, and he won't sign his deal because he wants forty five a year. But the good news is, Dak, Dak is no not as good as Patrick Mahomes. So now you can say, Hey, you you think you can get Patrick money? You can't get Patrick money. You've never won a Super Bowl. You were never the MVP. You can't get Patrick Mahomes money. Sorry, buddy, beat it. But I, I if that was New England, Belichick would be like, Yep, bye. See you later. Get out. Belichick. For, Belichick's budget for the next ten years is four hundred fifty million. Get out of here. Be, Belichick would be like, Huh. Yeah, we're going to give you 10 mil, and if you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. And then we'll sign Cam Newton for $1 million, and we'll get the same productivity out of him. And if it doesn't work out with Cam Newton, we still have um, Stidham signed to the league minimum, the rookie contract. Guy's making like six hundred grand. we will put him out there, and we'll still win 10 or 11 games, and we're going to be fine. Good luck with your $450 man. Pfft, it's insane. That's insane money. I'm happy for him making that kind of money, great, good for you. I can't believe someone like Tom Brady must be bullshit. If I'm Tom Brady, I'd be steaming. Think about this. You're the you you you've won the most Super Bowls ever, the most winning quarterback, you hold most of the records, if not you're in the top 3 for most of the records, and this dude's been in the league for like 3 years, 4 years and he signs the most lucrative football deal of all time, and you're Tom Brady. I always thought that of Joe Montana, so I'll always look and be like, man, Joe Montana must be just pissed that he played football in the time that he played football, meaning money wasn't that good for football in the 80s, and then Tom Brady, and he looks at Tom Brady, he's like, damn, Tom Brady's making mad loot, and then Tom Brady must be bull crap. Imagine if Tom Brady was starting now, like forget Tom Brady didn't start in 2001, uh, uh, and let's say he started now, or he was in the league for a few years and won a couple of Super Bowls, they, this dude would be begging for a half a billion dollars, and he'd probably get it, not with the Patriots, he wouldn't get it, the Pats would convince him otherwise, that if you want to win Super Bowls, you can't take that kind of money, so this is going to cause huge problems with other quarterbacks that are going to be looking for a ton of money, it's Ridiculous! I think they're overpaying. I think Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. I don't think he will outplay this contract. He will play five years of it, and they'll restructure it. They, there's no effing way they're going to pay him the whole 450 million. I, that's my take on it, right there. Hot take: Mahomes five years tops on this deal. Either traded, or he's done, or he bums out, and the contract somehow they have a way out like that. All right. Listen, TikTok peeps, if you don't follow me, follow me right now on TikTok. Facebook people, share this feed. Let everybody know that we're on here, that we're talking, and that we're having a discussion about Patrick Mahomes, but we're going to move on from Mahomes. Uh, We're talking about bread. I want to get to voter fraud real quick. And then we got one other story that I want to get to. So here in Massachusetts, I talk about stuff that happens in Massachusetts because I am from Massachusetts. Also, Massachusetts is usually the guinea pig for laws throughout the country. So, for example... Romney care was done here first and then Obamacare was done after. Massachusetts always sets the standard for some reason with certain laws. Massachusetts has just uh, rolled out their plan for, and I know we're not the first state to do it, but mass usually gets so crazy about the ins and outs about things that other states typically mimic what mass does. Mass has just rolled out their plan for for uh, mail-in voting. It has passed. Governor Baker has signed it. I unfortunately I am not in favor of mail-in voting. I think that it is it is nothing but a gateway to fraud. I don't know how they're going to. We're never going to know who voted. Here's I want you to give you an, I want to give you an example. Okay, let's just say I'm an overbearing husband, and I and I am just absolutely I control my wife and I control my kids. And let's just say we're well, living in my house. I'm a voter. My wife's a voter. Let's say I had an 18 year old son. I don't, but he's old enough to vote, but I'm just some, I I just, I control what they do. Well, the mail comes in. I fill it out for me. Then I fill it out for my wife. Then I fill it out for my 18 year old son and I send it back in with three votes. Now I'm not the only person like that right there, just in my little household, there could be voter fraud because I forced, my family, who to vote for, whether they like it or not, I just filled it out for them and they're not going to say crap about it. Next thing is people who don't even live in Massachusetts are going to be getting applications to vote in the mail and they're going to vote. It's going to happen. People will be voting that don't even know they voted. You will get some old lady that's like in a coma that's going to pass in her vote. And they know, trust me, The Democrats know. They seek out these people. They seek out these families, and they they look at nursing homes, and they go to the nursing homes, and they say, "Great, there's a hundred people in here, and fifty of them are incoherent, but no one knows they're incoherent." They fill out the forms, and they send them in. The only way to vote, the uh, someone just said, "Dak's going to ask for six hundred million, and they're going to tell Dak." The six hundred million, bro. They're gonna tell him to take a hike. They get Jerry Jones is gonna kick his ass. Through. They got they got Dalton, don't they? Who's no Dalton's like? Who's their backup now? Did they get Andy Dalton as a backup? I hope they did. They, they'll bounce Dak Prescott right down the street. So now anybody's gonna vote. It's gonna happen. The only way we should be voting in this in the United States is in person you, this is how voting should go. This is, I should be running things. I don't know why I'm not in charge of more stuff because if I was, things would be trans, uh, transparent and things would be very simple. If I were in charge, very simple. If, if so, um, uh, uh, Bill Galvin is, is, uh, the secretary of state here, um, in the Commonwealth and, and they're in charge of voting. So they run the voter offices and, and they oversee elections and all that crap. If I did, I'd make it pretty simple. I'd say, okay, Massachusetts, this is how we're going to vote. You are going to get off your lazy ass. You're going to go out to a location where we have voting. You are going to present a legal ID to prove you are who you are. They'll look at the ID and they'll say, oh, oh, look, this this in fact is... Anthony Pazzioli. That's our legal Massachusetts license that he got, or some kind of other legal ID. Let's say you don't have a driver's license. They have Massachusetts IDs. You've went, you've brought your birth certificate, your passport, you've brought your social security card. You've brought all forms of identification to the registry so that you can get an ID so that you can prove in fact that you are who you are. And then when you go to vote, you bring that ID with you and they go, Oh, I go, they go, who are you? I say, Anthony Paziali. Then I give them the address. And they look and they go, oh, Anthony Paziali, this is where he lives. And then they look at my ID. They go, yes, this is Anthony Paziali. Then they cross me off. They say, Anthony Paziali is present in person. We have confirmed his identity. We slide him off. He goes and votes. Now what's going to happen is I'm going to get applications in the mail. I will get two of them, one for me, one for my wife. The Paziali Homestead in Wu-Town will get probably an application for my brother Jesse, my brother Stan, my Uncle Ralph. They'll probably send one to my dad who's been dead for fucking seven years, but he'll get one. And then one of the morons in the house could just say, you know what, I'll fill this up for everybody. Or some Democrat could just come along and decide, you know what? They, they, for, they, well, they'll take care of people who can't read, bro, right? They'll, they'll, they'll find out. They'll have centers. They'll say, okay, everybody, they'll meet at the library. This this is a, Dude, they do this kind of crap because they bus people to the polls. They will say, all right, today we're going to have all people who would like to do mail-in voting, right? Get this, bro. They'll have them go to the library. If you can get to the library or get to a location as to where you can meet with someone to fill out your application... Better yet, what they'll do is they'll they'll you will start seeing advertisements. You will start seeing ads from Democratic PACs saying, "If you are having trouble filling out your voter application, we will send someone to your house to help fill it out for you." This will happen easily. Swayed? They won't, bro. Oh, we will do it either way. Whether you're voting for a Democrat or for a Republican, we will help you fill that out. They'll go. They'll help you fill that out, all right, bro. They'll help you fill that out, Joe Biden, all day long. They do this. They will pay for every single vote. They will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for your vote. They won't pay you directly, but they will send someone to your house to help you fraudulently fill out your mail-in voting. Or they will just get a whole bunch of them and they'll mail them in. They'll go to nursing homes. They'll go to mobile parks. They'll round these people. Bro, it's so ridiculous. I don't know how anybody could see that this isn't going to be just riddled with fraud. It's so easy. I, I Get out of here. Bro, I'll just snatch that crap before you mail it. People will be at your mailbox waiting for it. They'll grab it. They'll fill it out. They'll send it. And before it's too effing late... Get out of here, kid. People steal people's identities all day long. There will be hundreds of thousands of effed up votes. In Massachusetts, it really doesn't matter. Um, You know, here in Mass, everybody's, they're voting for Joe Biden. So that's, it's done. Joe Biden wins Massachusetts. But on the lower level elections, it matters. The Kennedys, forget it. Marky's getting his ass kicked because people are voting from home in the thousands the Kennedys are known. Back in the day, the Kennedys used to steal votes. Dead people were voting for the Kennedys. You kidding me? This dude, this this Kennedy who's running for senator, forget it. He's gonna win in a landslide, and 90% of his votes are gonna be coming by mail. They're all coming in by mail. They're gonna have they're gonna have one nurse. I got a nursing home over here. It's got 700 old folks. All 700 of them are gonna mail in their vote, off for Kennedy. every single one of them. It's done. It's ridiculous. It's the biggest joke on the planet. And the only reason it passed here in Massachusetts is because we are just the the most liberal of liberal states. And they want to steal the elections. And that's it. The only way to ensure no fraud in an election is for you to show up with an ID. That's it. Show up with an ID proving you are who you are. And then if you can't read. Listen, you should still be able. I'm, I'm okay with you being able to vote. If you're illiterate, I probably not the greatest thing. You know, you you should probably be somewhat educated on the issues and know what's going down. But if someone shows up and says, well, I can't read and they have their ID, a representative from both parties should assist that person. I would like to see a representative from the right assisting them and a representative from the left assisting them to assure that nobody, that no one is being fraudulent, so that if that person does in fact want to vote for Trump, they can say, I'd like to vote for Donald Trump, and then you can indeed see, but I can't read that it says Trump, and it gets checked out. This dude wants me to say, brah, brah, we're talking about voter rights, and we're making sure that people don't fraudulently send in votes that don't count, and that's what's going to happen. Mail-in voting is nothing but rigging the system. It's corruption. It's disgusting. You can never tell. You just don't know. It's, you know what it's like? mail-in voting. You guys remember when we were younger and you could get like 20 CDs from a for a penny? I forget what the thing was. They'd send it to you in the mail. You'd pick a whole bunch of things and you'd send them a penny. And then after you got the CDs, you'd have your father call and be like, my kid never sent away from this. This is BS. Or you'd call. Pretend like you were a dad. Same thing with this. That's it. And there will be... Well, it's going to be the biggest voter turnout of all time. Watch. Watch how big. This is what will happen. I will call it right now. This is what I will, this is what I will call. I'll call this right this second. Here's what's going to happen. Thanks for the, for the loot flick W. This is what's going to happen. Okay. It's going to be a success. Voter turnout will be through the roof. It'll be a 50. Forget it. Voter turnout will be phenomenal. Mail-in voting was a huge success, but we, we doubled the voting. They'll, they'll tout it about how great it is, but what they won't say is that the reason why it's so big and the reason why it's so great is because of fraud. Because we don't know who mailed it in. We don't know who filled this application out. Now here it says Anthony Pazzioli did. It says it, but we don't actually know if it was him that did it. Now it's got a social security number on here, so we, we, that's gotta be him. Well, what, people don't steal social security numbers all the time? Now it's got a photo with it. He sent in a photo ID, copy of his ID. What, what people can't get my license and steal that? A copy of my license? Bro, they get that crap mad easy. Man, Flick Dubs hooking me up big time on the TikToks. For those you who don't know, when I do my podcast, I live stream on TikTok and on Facebook as I record the podcast. And on TikTok, people can send me gifts as a way of saying thank you for doing the podcast. And right now, I'm getting a bunch of from uh, Flick W, who's sent me over 100 right now, so thank you, high five to that. There's no voter fraud there. I'll take that coin, ching, straight to the bank. It is unfortunate that we even have to think this way, but that's what society has come to. We already know that there's voter fraud. We've dealt with it in many, many elections, hundreds of elections, that there has been dead people voting, uh, people have voted for other people. You don't even have to show an ID when you show up. You could just literally. I did it one year, right? Um, when I lived in Woburn, and you could vote at the, and I would vote at the uh, Shamrock Elementary School. Now, I didn't actually commit fraud. I just did it just to see if I could get by. I went up, and I went, and I voted for myself, right? I went up, I voted for, I voted for myself, and I said Anthony Poziali Six Highland Street. They crossed my name off. Under my name in the same household was my brother Stan. Also under my name was my brother, Jesse. Also under that was my brother, Mike, my brother, Jamie, and my father, who had already passed away. Then I waited. I went back. I went back. I wish I had recorded it. I went back about an hour later, and I went in, and I said, Stan Pazzioli, 6 Highland Street. Lady looks down, looks at it, and says, okay, are you Stan Sr. or Stan Jr.? I said, Stan Sr. She looks at it. She crosses the guy's name off. I walk uh, in a circle. I don't go to the booth and I come back and I say, ma'am, my father's been dead for like three years. Why is his name still on here? She goes, oh, well, that, that must be a that's just a, a clerical error. We'll, we'll take his name off. Now, I'm sure the lady had nothing to do with it. But here's what happens. OK, at the polls, both candidates, whether they be uh, 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 both candidates, the Biden and Trump can have pollsters there. People that sit there. And they can kind of count who went through to figure out who voted, right? They already know who's going to vote for them. They, met, they meet with these people. So here comes Mr. Jones. And they already know that Mr. Jones, right? Um, they already know that Mr. Jones is a stone-cold Republican. Okay, Mr. Jones, walked through. That's one for us. Here comes Mrs. Jones. She's stone-cold Democrat. He votes for us. They sit there and they count. And they have their own list that matches the voter registration list, and they knock the people off so they know who voted and who hasn't voted. Then you know what they do? The next thing they do, polls are getting ready to close. This is why at the end of the day, a ton of votes come in, and you can't tell me otherwise. Uh, This is straight up conspiracy theory, but you can't tell me otherwise. All of a sudden, at the end of the day, when there's like five, ten minutes left, They pick up that phone and they say, okay, listen, Stan Paziali, 6th Highland Street hasn't voted yet. Let's get somebody over here. You're Stan Paziali, 6th Highland Street. Michael Wickwire from Garfield Ave. He hasn't voted yet. Let's get somebody over here to be Michael Wickwire. Then they send someone in and they go, yep, boom. Yeah, hey, I'm Stan Paziali. They cross off his name. There goes the vote. Happens all the time. You can't tell me differently. I won't believe you. I don't care. You need to have an ID. The only way you can assure that there is no voter fraud, you have a legal ID, you come up, here's my ID, this is me, cross my damn name off, and that's it, no ID, no vote, no ID, absolutely not, see you later, you stole fizzy lifting drinks, you lost, beat it, get out, good day sir, see you later, you get nothing Charlie, take a hike, no vote, bye bye, see ya, drives me nuts, and it's very simple, and people say that it's undemocratic, not democratic, or it's it's un, I guess you could say democratic, I don't know, it's un-American, or we're stealing people's rights, Now, we're just making sure that our elections are properly counted. We're making sure that when someone votes, they are who they say they are. God forbid we make sure that the right person is actually the person who is voting. My God, how dare you ask me for my ID to ensure that I am Anthony Paziali. I'm one of the people that presents his ID when I vote. I go in, I pop that thing right out. Yep, that's me. This is me. I'm voting, here I am, cross my name off, here's my legal ID, I'm, I'm a vote right now. Yep, and I'm voting Trump 2020, here's my ID, boom, done, take a hike, slam, dunk, in. Then later, someone's going to go and vote for my brother Stan, who might not vote. Not Stan votes, but maybe my brother Jesse, he ain't going to get there. He's like, oh, I got to work, life's farts, I'm a mutant, he can't get there. All of a sudden, I'm like, kid, you vote? not nah, vote. Well, that says on the voter registry you did, bro. It's garbage. So, whew, I don't see it going well. My opinion on that is straight up that after... Uh, so, the first time we're going to test this out on July 15th, I believe there's uh, some kind of a primary on July 15th here in Massachusetts. We're going to see how it works. So, maybe it's not July. Maybe it's in August. I don't know the exact date. It's going to be a success because, yes, voter numbers are going to be through the roof. But voter fraud is going to be through the roof. There's no way for them to know who actually sent in the ballot. There there isn't. I don't care. There's not. There just isn't. I would rather electronic vote. No, I wouldn't. Electronic voting would be even worse. That's even worse. You know how easy that would be to hack? Oh, man. The only way to vote, unfortunately, is in person. You have to be in person and you have to have your ID with you so that one we know that you are who you are. I mean, that's the only thing. That's it. Otherwise, it's, it's fraud. It's it's simple. The Democrats, even the Republicans could do it. Anybody, if you want to steal an election, they just made it easier by, by adding mail-in voting. The fraud is going to be through the roof. There will be tons of fraud, tons of fraudulent votes. It's going to happen, but they will tout it as a, a, a success. Someone's going to have to sue for a recount, and then we will find out how much fraud... Actually happen, or someone will have to come forward and say, "Wait a second, I didn't vote in this election." Or what will happen is a mail-in vote will already be counted for someone because you can send them in early, and their name will already be crossed off the list. And the guy's gonna go in and vote and be like, "Hey, I didn't vote," and they say, "Yeah, you mailed it in. No, I never mailed this in. I never did. I never sent this in." Then that's when they'll try to like, "Oh, hey, oh, you know, who are you gonna vote for?" Well, I was going to vote for Biden. Well, all right, all right. We voted for Biden for you. Then the guy might just go away. And, you know, here's a couple hundred thousand dollars. Beat it. But hopefully it happens to a good old boy Republican where they voted Biden. And he goes in and he's like, no, 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 I didn't vote. And I'm voting for Trump. I don't know where you guys got this from. This is garbage. So there you have it. Whew. Man, I'm dying. It's been a hell of a day, guys. I started the podcast late. I started about, like, 6.45. I had to work. I had to work late. Literally put uh, eight tons of uh, a trash to, to the transfer station today. That's uh, 16,000 pounds, like, beast mode, loading trucks. Uh, me and Sean Falzone kicking ass today. Got me home late. Had to get my daughter. Had to walk the dogs. Didn't get to do too much prep. I apologize on that. One other story I guess we could get to is, um, we're running a little bit thin here. Um you know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save the story for tomorrow. Cause I I I, I, I here's my deal with the podcast. I, I'm committed to doing the podcast from, from six thirty to seven thirty. I'd like to keep it within that time because I really am. I do have a lot of crap going on. I have a life, I work all day, and I have a wife. And I'd like to spend a little bit of time with my daughter. So I have to keep that time it, I have to you know, I'm sorry that I was late and I you know, I'd like to give you that fifteen minutes but on, quite honestly, that extra time is time I got to take a shower so that I can have a little extra time with my daughter. Uh, my daughter needs my attention. I love her very much, and I like to spend as much time as I possibly can with her, although I work a lot. I'm up out of the house. I'm out of the house before 5.30. I get home usually around 6, and then I do the podcast till about 7.30, and then I try to check in with my family. It's, I, I love them very much, and I have to spend some time with them. I got it. They are a time suck. Don't, don't get me wrong, but um, I, if i get into another topic this thing's going to drag out for another 20 25 minutes and then i'm going to take a shower and then after i get out of the shower i'm realistic about my time bro showers aren't 5 minutes man showers are 10 15 minutes at 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 least and then you got to dry off and you got to get dressed you're you're committed to a half hour if you got to take a shower so if i end the podcast now i get out of the shower it's like 805 I get a little time with my daughter. I go off for another 25 minutes. 8 o'clock goes by. Then I don't get out of the shower. It's 8.30. I make something to eat. It's 9 o'clock. Ain't happening. Ain't, ain't happening. Done. Here's what we learned today. Mail-in voting loaded with fraud. It's going to be fraudulent. I don't care what you say. 100% will be fraudulent. Should have to have an ID to vote. Patrick Mahomes signs a ridiculous deal for a half a million dollars, or a half a billion, $450 million dollars, no way! My my hot hot take on it is that there is no way, brah, that this dude is gonna last the ten years. It's not gonna happen. Drew Bledsoe didn't make it the ten years. He didn't even make it a year. Um, it, it, Michael Vick didn't. I don't think that um McNabb did. He won't last the ten years. It's it's not gonna happen. Someone said I gotta I gotta beat the meat. That's there's always time for that, bro. I right, you know how I feel. I'll I'll end it on that. For those people that don't like to work hard, because uh, Patrick brought up, he said that you gotta you gotta you gotta beat the meat. Uh, Flick W, thanks. You gotta beat the meat, right? Yes. All right. There's always time for masturbation in life. Always. Not only is there always time for masturbation, I use it as a as a point of motivation. Masturbation and motivation, and this is how I would say it. Let's say there is something in life you don't want to do, um, or you're trying to have an excuse to do it. If you come to me and say, well, I can't do this because I broke my hand or I can't do this because my knee hurts or I can't do this because I, you know, I, I have an eye patch on, whatever it is, I would simply say to you, I would say, and I say it to my son and I would say it to anybody that's of age and that understands and that it's appropriate for mostly I would say it to adults. I would not say it to a kid that's under 18. He's not my kid, but I'll say it to my kids. I'll say whatever I want to my kids. Just like this is what I would say. Hands out, I would say. So you don't want to do this, or you don't have the time for it, or you're just making excuses. What hand do you use? What hand? I will say. What what hand do you use to write? They, I'm I'm a right-handed person. I'd say, well, I I use my right hand. I go, all right. So if you broke your right hand, would you masturbate with your left? And they look at me like, what? What are you talking about? Well, I'm assuming you're right-handed and you you jerk off with your with your right hand. Do you not? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, great. If you broke your right hand, would you use your left? Would you use your left hand? And they'll sure as shit. You know what they'll say? Uh, You're a boy. What's up? Thanks for the loot. It, it. You know what they'll say? Yes, yes, I will use. They'll think about it for a second. They'll be like, damn, this guy's right. I would do anything. I would do any. If, if my right hand was broke, I would surely use my left hand. Then, then the guy would contemplate it. But I would say it to him. And I'd say, and if both your hands were broken both your hands, bro, you'd be trying to use your feet. You'd be sucking your feet up and trying to use your feet. And if you couldn't use your feet, bro, you'd you'd cut a hole in a watermelon and you'd squeeze it between your arms and you'd use it. So you, there is my, my point being, you would do anything it takes to masturbate. You should do the same thing with your worth ethic. Just because you have a broken hand doesn't mean you can't work. Just like in the same simple sentence of, or the same simple line as, would you use your other, you could just say it to people just like that. Would you use your other hand to masturbate? Yes. Every man in America would. Plain and simple. They would. And if they say they wouldn't, they're lying. And if they didn't have hands, trust me, bro. There are people who don't have hands. These dudes find ways. They find ways. They'll figure it out. They're going to masturbate. No hands, no feet. I-, I don't care if you're just a head. That's all you are. You're just a head. You'll find a way. Trust me. Dudes, find a way. You'll mentally stroke that thing. Plain and simple. Yes, someone said microwave at first. It is better warmth. I agree. All right, that's going to do it for spazzing out. Guys, thank you so much for joining me, my podcast peeps. Subscribe. If you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, Please subscribe to the podcast. I need that metric. That's how I know my audience grows. That's how I know how many people I have. We're over 1,000. We started out with none. Now we're at almost 1,100. Let's get it upwards, onwards. I need your help. You need to share my podcast with people. You need to tell people to subscribe to it. You need to tell people you're listening to it. You need to go out and you need to say spaz as a podcast. Listen to it. I like it. It's awesome. It's great. Even if you don't like it, tell them you like it. Please. Thank you, podcast people. I'm going to say goodbye to my other friends in a second.